Welcome to the Carl Reader Show. Hello and welcome to the Carl Reader Show. Now today we have got part of a mini-series and this mini-series is based on a conversation that myself and David Holland had. Now those of you that know Dave will know that he's my personal coach and we've been friends and associates for a long time. Now we had a chat for our podcast but you know what this chat ended up being over three hours. So we've extracted the very best bits and carved them up into a mini-series so that you can take away bite-sized information as if you are a fly on the wall of this conversation. So I hope you enjoy it. Please do subscribe and leave a review if you do. And I can't wait to speak to you again in series two. So now we've cleared that up. So you can be quite controversial. Um, even though I'm going for hundreds of thousands, say, rather than, rather than thousands, I still think controversy works wonders. Um, provided it's the right kind of controversy. Yeah. So what I've found, I mean, LinkedIn is absolutely killing it at the moment. Yeah. Um, LinkedIn has been replaced to be for about two years now. Mm. Um, Instagram stories are taking off, and I'm sure we'll go on to the others later. But um, if we now have a chat about LinkedIn, mm. um, with LinkedIn, what, what I'm finding is that it's all about eyeballs. Mm. Um you know, I, I certainly don't look for doing any sales. Nobody will ever find an accountancy post or a um, independent financial advisor's post or a business brokerage post or any of the other businesses that I'm involved in. But you won't find posts about that on my feed. Um, but what you will find is some sarky comments. So those sarky comments might be as simple as, you know, there was a guy who um, posted yesterday about restaurants that are um, facing difficulties. So he had his opinion of... Um, restaurant chains and um, other types of restaurants where he, he could see that in a year or so their model might be headed for a bit of a disaster. So he listed the usual suspects. You know, um, it, was, it was prompted by Jamie's Italian, so I think he listed Pret-a-Manger and Wasabi and Subways. and mm. it, was, it was all very serious and very business-like. And, and, and I get that, you know, he's, um, he's in that trade, he's looking to advise other businesses in that trade. So I just responded, you know what, I think the um, restaurant in biggest trouble is lo my local Chinese because I've gone on a diet. <laughs> now, the reality is, the Vasasaki comment that takes a couple of seconds to come up with, but the number of eyeballs that come through to my profile, you know, who, who, who's this plonker who's posting like this on LinkedIn? You know, link, this is LinkedIn, not Facebook. This is for business, this isn't for pleasure. But actually it gets people looking at what I do. Um, so yeah, I think there's, there's space for an element of controversy. Oh, what's, your, what's your views on that, Dave? I think yeah, I think controversy. Yes, I think you, I think you can choose a brand, you can choose a, um, a style, if you like. And I think we, we all know. And I've been following um, Mike Mike Winnett, who's, yes. who's fantastic. Oh, he's, he's, so he's a previous guest on my podcast. Okay, and, he's just um, he's just a gem. He played, he's, he's actually one of the nicest guys you can meet I'm, I'm face sure to face as well. I'm sure he is. And I saw the video he did when he met with Gary V. Yes. And initially, I thought it was all just fabricated and made up. Bless him. But it wasn't. It was true. Oh no no he and, um, and he's out there being controversial. I think yes. in his own way, which is great. I think it's so there's a, there's a hidden story to his Gary V journey as well. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, so just, um, he queued up to actually ask a genuine question. Right. So he revealed this on podcast, um, and the person in front asked that question. Oh, right, okay. So he had the oh god moment. You know, yeah. what what do I do? So he just he actually just went up to Gary V and said, I'm 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 lost. I've sold my business. Don't know what to do. Yeah. And got invited out there. 
fantastic. It's, it's, a, it's a surreal story. Fantastic, it's great. So he's got a, a clear brand, you know, yes. and he has. And I think everybody can have that. We, we, Gary Vee's got a brand. Mike Wynn's got a brand. You've got a brand. Oleg's got a brand. Everybody, Oleg yes. and Bridget. Bridget's got a brand as well. Um, but I think it's important not just to put stuff out there. It's got to be consistent. It's got to reflect your personality. Uh, I attempt to use a bit of humour, a bit of irony, and I'll poke the sort of the, 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 the status quo to a certain extent, not in a negative way particularly, but to make people think and, and come back. So I think you can put out a bit of controversy. If you want to get clicks on LinkedIn, you can try it. As anybody on, on listening to this can try it. You put a headline out there, you know, dogs are great, but cats suck. And you're going to get all the cat people are going to hate you. Yes. The dog people are going to love you. And you're going to just create ripples in the pond. Now, whether you do that or not. But um, another one I put out there was, um, no, LinkedIn's not a dating site. And that, that triggers a lot of people yes. as well. And then you get thousands of views. So you can use that sort of gentle type of humor thing. A little bit careful with it. But if you get a few people who are commenting negatively on your post, well, then it's sort of okay as well. Not haters, but... Bit of negativity is okay. I don't agree with everybody. No, no. And certainly what I find, I mean, um, talking about LinkedIn gets me um, a fantastic amount of views because people think they're going to find this magic pill that means they will appear in everyone's newsfeed. And the reality is the magic pill is there on every single post. You know, um, any post that you're seeing on your newsfeed has had a magic pill that has resulted in it coming up. So there's actually a lot out there. Um, what I would say generates the um, biggest response at the moment is plain text mm-hmm. um, with a very subtle call to action, mm-hmm. but not a blatant call to action. So no agree question mark at the agree end of the question post. Mark. We've seen that a few times, haven't we? Thanks we have. <laughs> um, but actually, do you know? Do you know what? That that I don't believe works anymore. Um, but what does work is anything that that brings up conversation. Um, anything that gets people involved, because it, it all comes down to the engagement in the first hour. For, from what I've seen, yeah. if you get good engagement first hour, it then carries on propagating, and the posts last for about three to five days. Yeah. And then they, they, they flatline after that. Now, yeah. Um, but what, what, I, what I'm definitely seeing at the moment is that I can have some posts that will absolutely skyrocket, mm and other posts that will just die on their ass. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually looking um, through my analytics right now as we talk. Um, shame me not being video because people could see this. Um, and unfortunately in Luxembourg, our signal is dreadful. So I've only got the last few posts, but you know, I've got one that's as low as 378 views. Um, now what went wrong there? There's an external link to my podcast. So that must have been one by my team. I apologise to my team who are also (laughs) the people who are going to be editing this. So I do do wonder if this will actually see the day. Nobody's going to hear this. Nobody's going to hear this. The editing bleep all the way through. Yeah. Um, But, you know, there's there's no real engaging text here. It's it's very sales focused, even though there's no cash payment to listen to the podcast. but then if I look at the ones that have done better, uh, what I found recently is tagging people into yeah. pictures works. Yes. Um, I've, I've not been a fan of videos or pictures. Um, often when, when you see people saying, this is what you must do on social media, that tends to mean it was done six months yes. ago and it worked and it doesn't work now. But actually tagging people into pictures seems to be the new version of tagging them into the post. Mm, yes. And it, yeah. it kind of generates the engagement, but it, it helps boost it a bit. Um, but I also find it's about taking a firm stand on something. Yeah. So you said about dogs and cats. Yeah. 
Um, an interesting one which generated a lot of views and a lot of commentary was my post about manuals recently. Oh, right, yes. So, um, so yeah, you, you saw it. So, yes. proof, proof that it works, Dave. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was an issue that's perhaps sensitive for some. Um, I took a position and I actually didn't, funnily enough, I didn't get involved in the comments. Mm, okay. I, was at, I was actually focused on diffusing the comments afterwards rather than, if I would have agitated it, I'd have got 10 times the views. Sure. Yeah, but it, yeah, there's a, there's a difference between views, positive views, negative views, and Absolutely. Uh, acid being thrown around social yeah, media as well. Yeah, and I think that trying to find that level of controversy that you're happy to go to is, is absolutely key. You know, at, at what point are you going to step back and let, perhaps let others be the controversial ones. Yeah, exactly. Uh, whether on your posts or other posts. Yeah, no, I think, I think these are controversy. I, I do because it, we, I, put a po I put a post up some time ago and it was uh, a bit of fun. Someone was talking about you know, inclusivity and diversity and all this sort of thing. And I put a post up and I said, I'm, in, I'm actually in a, um, a mixed marriage. And that was it. And left some spaces and put, yeah, Lynn's a woman. And of course, that was, <laughs> it was, it was totally, but of course, that tends, does tend to trigger some people's responses. Yes. And you've got to be careful of that sort of thing, because I don't think on social media, particularly, we want to cause offence, although offence is taken, not given, I think, actually, in a lot of yes. areas. So that, that's sort of okay. Um, don't be too harsh with those sort of things. But if it does get people to smile, engage, feedback, that's okay. It is building the trust. It's a conversation you have with people as we're having now. And sometimes we're going to disagree on stuff, and that's okay. It doesn't mean because we disagree on something, we're going to storm out and throw milkshakes over each other. Yeah, and do, do you know, that's one of the biggest um, logical fallacies that most on social media make um, is, you know, it could be the common enemy theory yeah. that, you know, um, I don't like this person, you don't like that person, so we like each other. Yes, or, com right. or conversely, yep. uh, we don't like each other <laughs> because uh, we've got different views on that person. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so that's one of them. But also, there is sometimes on social media the, uh, and I guess it's down to the brevity of the message mm. and the lack of body language and human emotion, that we tend to become very binary. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Um, and then you, you add to that, because the word is written rather than spoken, we become very polarised in our views. Yeah. And once we've said something, we need to really dig in and, and yeah, stick to that. you're stuck to the mast if you're not careful. Yeah, you know, uh, it might be, so uh, going off on a tangent here, but let's say we go, um, you know, we're going to be at a hotel later, um, not, not in the same room, by the way, for any <laughs> listeners, um, uh, most importantly for my wife. But yeah, let, let's say we go to the hotel bar, and I say, you know, I really fancy an orange juice. Mm -hmm. And I get to the bar and say, actually, no, I'm going to have a beer. Um, that'd be fine. But on social media, if I posted, I'm going to have an orange juice, I suddenly become orange juice's biggest fan. Exactly. Because I've become an advocate for them. And I, yeah. I don't can't know. Unravel it. You can't yeah, unravel it. I don't know if it's because I've written it down or that I've made it so publicly to thousands of people rather than just one other person. I think it's because it's a but public you statement. You become yeah. entrenched yeah. and... I, I think with the lack of um, lack of human empathy in posts, but because we can't we can't see the body language, we can't pick up on the unspoken cues, combined with the um, reinforced nature of what we say must be true because we've written it down, we've committed to it. It makes social media a horrible place at times. It can be. I think I, I ignore a lot of stuff and I see all sorts of things on all sorts of sites and. I'm very tempted, a lot of people are, I'm assuming. You see something up there and you go, that's not right. I'm going to bang, I'm going to tell them what I think yes. and type it back. And I have this sort of 
contrarian approach to a lot of things and there's posts on whether it's life and business and sales and whatever it is and there's it's so much bullshit being put out there yes it's tempting to go that's just not right this is ridiculous and I, I, I don't because it doesn't serve any real purpose no no and I think I think this is a great point to change the conversation so we'll talk now about um, social media in general mm, yeah um, if we step away from LinkedIn but I'm sure we'll dive back into LinkedIn at some point Thank you for listening to The Carl Reader Show. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell your friends. This podcast was brought to you by our sponsor, D&T Advisory, helping you unlock the magic in your business by adding value, not numbers. Find out more at www.team-dt.com. QuickBooks, helping UK small businesses stay on top of their finances.